Today on the newscast, the gathering storm against America continues to grow as China, Russia, and Iran come closer together. Get all the breaking details next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We've got a very important update today on the growing alliance between China, Russia, and Iran. But before I get into it real quick, I want to tell you about my good friends at Mayor Panim. Now, the Jewish high holidays are just around the corner, and for the people of Israel, it's a time of hope for a better year ahead. Yet over 2.5 million Israelis live below the poverty line, including 1.1 million children and one out of every three Israeli Holocaust survivors, Mayor Panim's restaurant-style soup kitchens are providing warm meals to these needy Israelis in a comfortable dining setting. If you want to fulfill the biblical mandate to bless Israel and help Mayor Panim provide Israel's hungry with the food and care they need, just visit mayorpanim.ericstackelbeck.com. Folks, it is a great cause that we truly believe in, so you will want to check that out. I will never forget being at the Mayor Panim headquarters in Israel a little while back and helping to feed Israeli Holocaust survivors. They're doing an incredible job there at Mayor Panim. Again, check them out. Okay, we've got some breaking news on the wars and rumors of war front. I'm talking in particular about that growing alliance between Russia, Iran, and China. We've called it the gathering storm against America here on the newscast. I actually hosted a special by that name on TBN recently, throw North Korea into that mix. But Kim Jong-un's regime was not represented today at the Shanghai Cooperation Organization in Uzbekistan, SCO for short. Again, Shanghai Cooperation Organization holding its annual summit right now, today, September 15th, and tomorrow, September 16th. What this is, is basically an anti-Western alliance, folks. It was formed in 2001. It consists of Russia, China, Pakistan, India. India is not anti-American, but unfortunately, India is aligned with these folks, although they have been at loggerheads with China. A very interesting dynamic there, to say the least. You've also got some former Soviet republics as members of this SCO. Iran also wants to join, and perhaps Turkey will even join. Erdogan, the Turkish president, will also be in Shanghai. Why is this important? The timing, of course. I want to take it country by country. Uh, Russia, then China, then Iran. Number one, Russia. Folks, and the broader implications, by the way, prophetic implications, we'll dig into as well before we're done here today. But Russia, obviously, struggling right now in Ukraine. That's beyond dispute now. Officials close to Vladimir Putin are basically owning this now as well and saying, hey, it's not going well. We've got this Ukrainian counteroffensive right now. Ukraine has reportedly seized or reconquered up to 2,300 square miles of territory in the eastern half of Ukraine uh, in that Kharkiv region. Kharkiv, of course, is the second largest city in Ukraine. And there are some reports that Russian soldiers are actually retreating back over the border into Russia. Say what you want, but it's clear this quote-unquote special operation that Vladimir Putin announced back in February when Russia invaded Ukraine is an absolute disaster. Tens of thousands of Russian troops have been killed. It is not going according to Vladimir Putin's plan. And some have commented over the months here, even on the newscast, 
that Vladimir Putin is a defender of Christianity. That's very interesting, seeing as though he aligns himself with the greatest enemies of Christianity in the world, whether it's the Chinese regime, the Iranian regime, North Korea, perhaps the top three worst persecutors of followers of Jesus in the world. Vladimir Putin also aligned with the worst enemy of Israel in the world, uh, Iran, Yet we have some people trying to paint him as a good guy. Strangely, in the comments section, hey, you can tell a lot about a man by the company he keeps. And the company Vladimir Putin keeps is, again, the worst enemies of the Christian faith in the world and the worst enemy of Israel in the world. Enough said, but back to the point, what will he do now that his back is against the wall? Folks, uh, could he be overthrown now? Could there be a coup? This is an embarrassment for Russia, obviously, the way things are going in Ukraine. Uh, what happens? He's 70 years old. He's in poor health. And my concern is that with his back against the wall, does he lash out and do something drastic? And you can put two and two together. You know where I'm going with this. Does drastic for Vladimir Putin mean using tactical nuclear weapons? in Ukraine. Look, we've had fighting around nuclear power plants in Ukraine. Does it mean some kind of a Chernobyl type situation in Ukraine uh, in the midst of that fighting and a nuclear power plant gets hit? Folks, I think everything I'm sad to say is on the table right now. And in 2022, you can expect the unexpected in these perilous Bible times in which we are living right now. So we're keeping a close eye on that. Putin at this SCO, the Shanghai Cooperation Organization Summit today, met with Ibrahim Raisi, the president of Iran. And again, the two of them talked about their growing alliance. And Raisi said, sanctions only make us stronger and bring us closer together. And he's probably right on that count in terms of bringing them closer together because Iran and Russia have been heavily sanctioned by the West. And they're looking at each other and saying, hey, we have something in common here. Let's form an even closer alliance. That's exactly what's happening. Vladimir Putin, of course, back in July, visited Iran. Now he's meeting with Raisi today. It was a love fest in Uzbekistan at this summit. And Russia is sending a business delegation of 80 top Russian companies to Iran next week. That was announced today. They want to expand ties and cooperation on every front, folks. And when you're talking about Israel and you're thinking about the future of Russia-Israel relations, again, Russia is in bed with Israel's greatest enemy, the Iranian regime, which is devoted to the destruction of the state of Israel. You do the math. Israel-Russia ties have already been unraveling. I believe that will continue uh, as the months go on. Secondly, China. A real simple here. Xi, his position in watching what's been unfolding in Ukraine. He also is meeting today, September 15th, with Vladimir Putin. Uh, Xi has watched all of this unfold because he is calculating when he should invade Taiwan. You know it's coming. You know that's his plan. Perhaps before Joe Biden came into office, he was saying 2025, 2026, that's our target date. You got to think now that Xi is saying perhaps we bump that date up to before 2024 when Biden is still in office. He's seen the weakness in Washington clearly under this administration, and he may very well try to take advantage of it. So he's watched what's going on in Russia very closely. Number one, how the Ukrainian military has responded. The morale is very low among Russian troops right now. That's another thing to mention. And secondly, has Russia been able to weather the economic sanction storm? And yes, you have to say that Russia has by cleaving closer together to the likes of China and Iran 
and some South, South American countries, Belarus, India as well, has been continuing to do business with Vladimir Putin's regime. So China in a very interesting position here. Uh, the meeting between Xi and Putin is their first since February in the run-up to the Beijing Olympics when they met in Beijing. It's Xi's first foreign trip in the past two and a half years as well, so noteworthy there. Uh, China growing as a major player clearly on the world stage and seeking to grow even more and with Taiwan in its sights. Lastly, when we're talking about the Shanghai Cooperation Organization Summit, I mentioned Turkey's Erdogan. He will be there making it a real rogues gallery. But Raisi is there representing the Iranian regime. And Iran right now, yesterday on our live stream, if you missed it, you can check it out here in our archives. I compared the relationship between Iran and the West to, have you ever seen the Peanuts cartoons, Charlie Brown and Lucy, Snoopy? <laughs> well, growing up, I used to watch them a lot. I really enjoyed them. And when we talk about the Iran nuclear deal, now it's looking like it's not going to happen. A few weeks ago, it was absolutely imminent. We're following this all very closely on the newscast. I said it's kind of like Lucy in the football, where she holds the football. Lucy is Iran, and I hate the, the Iranian regime. I hate to slander Lucy like that. But picture Lucy holding the football. Charlie Brown is the West, coming to kick the football. And then at the last second, Lucy says, ah, she moves the football. And Charlie Brown falls flat on his back, and he falls for it every time. Folks, I give you the West in these Iranian negotiations playing the role of Charlie Brown and not looking very good doing it. So, yes, it looks like this deal is not imminent now, but this Iran nuclear deal has been like a jihadi vampire or zombie. It refuses to die, and you just know that the Biden administration and Europe desperately want it. So don't count this deal out yet. We're keeping a close eye on all of it. I'll be back with you here tomorrow on the newscast. Until then, God bless you, and remember, never hold your peace.